Blog Talk. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy and Mimi Latte. Good morning, Mimi. Good morning, Soy. How are you today? I am wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm sitting here drinking my favorite beverage and anticipating this great conversation that we're going to have this morning. How are you? I'm rejuvenated. I'm here. I'm blessed. I'm thankful. And I'm glad to be able to join you and our listeners with a 20-minute segment of Coffee Talk with Mimi and Soy. So I'm ready to get started. How is your day going so far? Uh, not bad. Not bad at all. I've been up since about 30, getting okay. myself prepared. And I've been thinking about this, and I wanted to introduce to uh, the listeners uh, you as my co-host, and kind of explain to them how we came about this idea. I spoke a little bit about it last week, but for those who were not on on board with us last week, you missed a great show, great topic, as always. But the the premise of this thought came about because Mimi and I would often sit and and, and have a favorite beverage in hand, and in the morning it's it's coffee, and we're usually having some discussion to enlighten and, and, and motivate and encourage us in all aspects of our life. And and the idea well, was a gift from God, I must say, uh, to do this and, and to share this on, on a more national and consistent basis. And people will often call me and would say, you know, Don, I appreciate you know what you said to me. You're very you're, you're motivating, you're encouraging, and and I, I thank God to be able to be a blessing to other people. And, and the idea came that that we should do this on a national level. So I spoke with 
Mimi about it, and she was excited. She was excited yeah, about it, and, <laughs> and and I'm glad you joined me in this show, Mimi. You know, I couldn't have done it without you. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you encouraged me and kept pushing because, you know me, I'm, I was a little hesitant. I, I, I love to give my all, and this is something that I'm doing constantly, but, um, you know, I, I also agree that we have so much to share, so much to offer, and, and people seem to always gravitate towards us for information, and we, we get a kickback. We get a, a high when we do that. So I'm I'm very appreciative and excited to be able to join in this morning. And, and it's like being a mother, in a sense. You know, we're always trying to share our knowledge with people, always trying to give a part of us. So I agree that this was a great forum to do so. And with this weekend being Mother's Day weekend, what better topic to discuss than a mother's love? What a mother's love is, what we do to give as mothers, what we receive as mothers. And just wanted to share with you all um, some experiences and stories with uh, with our life and, and how we've come to be the people that we are, how impacting being a mother and having a mother is, and maybe not having a mother can be in your life. Yeah, that, you know, that, that's true because sometimes we, we, we take motherhood for granted, and it's a tough job. You know, it, 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 you don't get any instructions with it. You don't get no pamphlets. It's really on-the-job training. And, yeah, and it can be, it can be tough. And for those mothers um, out there uh, and children, you know, when you have a good relationship with your child, you should be thankful because everyone yeah, else, so. someone else may not have that experience, you know. But all in all, it's still something that that, that that's got to be done. It's a job that's, that's got to be done. So what 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 are some of your childhood experiences? How many children were in your family? And uh, were you just raised by your mom, or did you have your mom and your dad? Well, I was just raised by my mom. Uh, my mom and dad separated in my early childhood, and so I, I grew up initially in a single-parent household with, with my mom. And my mom was, was a, she's a disciplinarian, and, and she's tough. You know, my, my mom is, is tough. She, she laid out her law, and, and that's it. There is a, a whole bunch of room for gray area. So she's very strict, and, and I was the oldest of, of four children, and, and I learned very early that I'm going to just do as my mom say and reap the benefits from that because her thing was you can do as I say and reap the benefits from it or you can choose to uh, disobey me and, 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 and live under my wrath. Suffer the consequences. <laughs> and, and she had no problem with going that extra mile. You know how your kids may challenge you by doing something in public and your parents are like, well, I'm going to wait till I get home. Not my mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, uh-huh. She's going to show out with you. So if that's where you <laughs> want the show to start, or show out with you. And, and that's the kind of parenting that, that I was raised under. Uh, later in life, I, um, I was raised by my stepfather uh, who was there. But initially, it was a single-parent household. And, and what was your childhood like, Mimi? I am the oldest of three. Um, and I was raised in the in the house with both my parents, but I have to say, um, my dad was an outside parent. My mother ran the house, and that didn't work for me. I didn't learn like you did that, you know, either you're going to jump on board and do as she say, or you're going to suffer the consequences. I suffered a lot of consequences. I was a rebel. My mother and I bumped heads all the time. I mean, all the way up until literally I left the home. But um, looking back, I can see now why she was the person that she was. However, I also learned from being a mother that 
sometimes when you hold on too tight, it can really affect the child. And what it is that you want to give them, they really don't receive. So I, I just, I, I rebelled. I made a lot of mistakes. Um, my mother had a my way or no way policy, and to this day, she's still the same person. Unfortunately, <laughs> I love her to death, but it, it, I just don't think, being a mother, that that is the way that you love a child. And so, uh, I, I respect her because, I, like you said, it doesn't come with a handbook. We don't always know the answers. It's by trial and error. But also, as a mother, we have to understand that sometimes it's okay to say I don't know it. It's okay to take advice from someone else. And I just wish that my mom had people that she could have turned to to help her to instill in us um, the things that she wanted us to receive in order to be that child that she felt that we could be. So it was it was tough. And, and then, you know, I have a, a brother that's under me. He's a middle child. So to this day, she has enabled him. I don't want to get into a lot about his personal situation, but I just feel as a man, he was not raised to be that strong male figure that would be needed in the household with a wife and children. And, and he's a giving and loving person, but at the same time, being a mother sometimes is hard. It's not always about what feels good. You don't always do what it is that makes you feel good. You have to be tough, you know, and if it means that you cry on your pillow at night because you've done something that was in the best interest of your child, but at the same time, you know, with God's power and his and the prayers, you know, and everything that you've gotten from other people, that it's going to be okay. You just have to trust in that because I wouldn't want to not be that type of parent with my child, and I think that's where my mother fell short. You, you know, you, you're Sorry, right about that. I, as mothers, we 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 are nurturers. You know, we're nurturers, mm-hmm. and and sometimes we do think that it's for us to give all the time. And I remember a situation with 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 uh, with, with my daughter. One time, she was having a, um, an issue. Um, I thought that she was having a learning disability at one time, and and I was very frustrated with trying to. Uh, trying to uh, teach her, and I called myself, I, I said I was going to tutor her because I wasn't going to pay for that mm-hmm. service. And and so mm-hmm. I started trying to tutor her. And I remember she was having problems with reading comprehension, and I would read her this, this paragraph and would ask her a question, and I was amazed at the, at the response that she was giving. I'm like, sweetheart, was she even listening? And so I tried mm-hmm. to uh, tutor her because I thought as a mother, my child need, needs more attention with learning, so I, I can do this. And, and, mm-hmm. and to my surprise, I was not able to do it. But within like 20, 30 minutes, I began to yell at and bang on the table. And what are you? What's the answer? What's you know? And, mm-hmm. and fussing at her, and and, and and it hurt me. And you talking about crying that night? I think that was one of the first times that I actually cried at night because I realized that my child has a need that I can't provide. And shocking mm-hmm. to me, I realized that oh wow, you know, as as a parent, that doesn't mean I have to physically do it. I just need to make sure exactly. she get it. That was the first time I began to seek outside assistance to give her needed, but but it was hurtful for me because I felt like I was failing her. Mm -hmm. Long uh, long and behold, to all the listeners, she just needed glasses. (laughs) Thank God for that. (laughs) Oh God, yeah, I I totally, I I totally can see that, And, and I think also, thankfully, that the experiences that you and I both have had growing up with our mothers, we were able to tweak 
the things that we did as parents. You know, our parents only knew one way, and, and like you said, we didn't have, they didn't have a lot of outside sources and a lot of other things to, to turn to in order to get us the help to keep us on track. So for me as a parent, um, like I said, I'm a mother of three. My oldest is almost 22. My middle is just turning 18, and my youngest will be turning 11 next week. Um, I've learned that my challenges as a mother in reflecting back on my relationship with my mother, why it is that I go through some of the things I do with my kids. The difference is I'm able to tweak it. And like I said, my, my mom, I don't feel, was as strong in um, making my brother stand up um, at times where I felt that he should have. But um, I have, my son is 18. He's just graduated from high school. But as a mother, I've had to make some decisions that Lord knows it it took a lot out of me. But, as, you know, as time went on, I realized that my actions are going to dictate his outcome. So while I have the right to control the environment, I'm going to do so. And as a mother, showing love for my child meant putting you on house arrest, having you sent away to a detention center. Just like you said, whatever I have to do, to ensure that you get what it is that I feel as a mother that you should be receiving, I'm going to do it. And it doesn't always feel good. So thankfully, your daughter only needed glasses. My son needed a lesson in hardcore love, mother's love. And I gave it to him. And I just hope that as he gets older and reflects back that he can appreciate and know that you didn't have a mean mother. You didn't have a, a mother who didn't care. You had a mother who was willing to go through pain in order to get you where you needed to be. Well, I'm sure that I know my mom is listening, and I'm sure that she can appreciate that that testimony because she would often say, I could hear her saying this in my mind right now, although she wasn't always speaking to me, it was one of us, but she said, I brought you in, and I'll take you out. <laughs> her thing was, I, agree. I, I will fight for you before I let the streets take you, before I let, you know, right. I, I will fight for you. And I understand as a parent now that, it is it is our job to pay attention to our children and to maximize their potential, you know, to make them do better, to encourage them. And and it is tough because sometimes we don't have – the funny thing is that although we don't have the mental capability to understand psychologically, emotionally in your heart, you know, you know, you know something's not exactly. right. And I guess mother's intuition that we're born with. But emotionally, sometimes it touches you and, and, and keeps you on board with what's right or not right with, with your child. We, we, we all should be thankful for that, very thankful I, for that. I totally agree, Soy. I totally agree. So we are both, through the negative and the positive, thankful for our mother's love. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you find that funny. I mean, it's, it's hard. It is hard. I, I told my daughter, I said, hey, I don't think you should even think about having kids until you're at least 30. <laughs> yeah, you know, I often thought that we should have to apply for parenting. You know, you know <laughs> it, it's right now we should actually have to fill out an application for for parenting. <laughs> and that would yeah, be I agree. <laughs> we do it for everything else. To drive, I have to go to training and take a class and get a permit, and then I'm I'm still held accountable. And I think a lot of times for for parents, it should be the same way. And and, and that's probably why we have problems with our children. It's the negative influence of their peers who did not have the mothers that we are in order to keep them straight. So I won't, I won't blame that on all mothers because sometimes we just, 
it's beyond our control. All you can do at that point is just pray and let go. And what happens and when? What happens when you do everything that you're supposed to do? You know, you you you, uh, you wait until you're at a certain age and you get married and you have kids, you know, and you think that's the recipe for success. And then you try to raise your child and give them, you know, what they need, boundaries and structure and love, and then, and then your children cut up. You know, it, 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 it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking you know, when you, when you just... feel like you're doing the best that you can and then to see your child go out there and demonstrate something that you know that you didn't teach them. Exactly. I don't have the answer. I I wish I did, but, you know, even, like I said, for my child, I I can't even speak on my oldest because I'm not saying that she's perfect. She's made mistakes, but she, like you, were able to recover. She was able to embrace the things that I gave her, and even if she didn't agree, you know, I'm sure she had her little times where she did things that I wouldn't have approved of, but I didn't know about it, and I'm okay with that. But I think at some point we have to not blame ourselves for our children and and be able to say, I know that I've reached out to different resources. I know that I've tried. I know that I've prayed. I know that I've compromised. I know that I've sacrificed. And at some point, hopefully not too young of an age, but at some point we just learn to just, Ask God to take over and let go. You know, still try to be there, but know that ultimately it is the decision of that child to do what it is that's best for them. And, and, and you know, hopefully that they'll make the, the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I was going to also say sometimes not having a mother is also, um, you know, something that a lot of people are faced with at this time, whether, whether it be in death or just strange relationships, and um, I I was thinking about a a person that I know who lost their mother and always tell me, you know, you're so blessed, you're so fortunate to have your mother, you know, um, what I wouldn't do to have my mother in my life. And And although I don't take for granted having a mother, sometimes I wonder, just wonder how I would feel if I didn't have my mother. Because physically right now I don't have my mother. I haven't spoken to my mother this has been going on for years, but most recently it's been about six months since I've spoken to my mother. Before then it was two years, and it's only because of our differences, and sometimes it's healthier to just sever that relationship. I respect her, and I'll always be there if she ever needs anything, but I have an open mind, and she, in my opinion, does not. But um, in, in touching on that, yeah, it's, 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 it's rough, but I, I still encourage my children to have a relationship with them, with her, but she also, because of her issues with me, do not embrace her grandchildren. And that's really sad. That's really sad. I would never let a relationship with one person stem down to how I treat anyone else. I don't do it in my friendships. I don't do it in my family. I don't do it in my relationships. It's just, I'm just thankful. I really, truly, I am so thankful that, that I am different in that aspect. And I don't blame her. I just don't understand her. But I respect her. And and so in saying that, I was thinking about uh, we have another caller who is joining, joining us today. And um, he's from the D.C. area. And uh, he's married with two children. He's an entrepreneur, um, an entrepreneur and also the baby boy of his family. So I would at this time like to welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy and Mimi, Mr. Nevin Maline. Nevin, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. How Hello. are you? Oh, I'm can wonderful. you hear me? I'm wonderful. Yeah, I can hear you Excellent. good. I can hear you very well. Okay. 
Okay. So how are you today? I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Um, I wanted to I wanted to uh <laughs> we we may have a delay in the line, so it's a little awkward, but I'm I'm gonna try to pause and let you answer when I ask a question to give you time and not cut you off. But I was just speaking with Soy and our listeners, um, on the different relationships and the different aspects of being a mother and having a mother and I and I understand that you have a a view to share with our listeners that neither Soy or I can uh speak on. So I'd like for you to share with us your story. Um Three years ago, on April the 13th, I lost my mother um, unexpectedly. And um, it really shook our family. Um, the blessing and all of that for me, uh, it wasn't the healing that I wanted, but mm-hmm. due to her physical complications and difficulties, you know, it was it was just that time. Um, however... Uh, with that stream of difficulty and pain also came a blessing in that I was able to demonstrate some of her strength and and, and helping uh, my family persevere and endure through that trying time. And uh, I miss her greatly. Um, There's um, really no way that you can put that into words, but Mm -hmm. just her strength and being uh, equipped by her from a uh, you know the beginning of my formative years, I'll say uh, early teens and throughout that time, um, she helped to fortify me. And a lot of people say a woman can't raise a man, but there are certain mm-hmm. principles that come with being a man that, that can be taught by anybody. And, and okay. with some of our our fathers being absentee fathers for the longest and many many years. Well, your generation, should I say, she taught me some of the most profound lessons and, and, and it had an impact on me that will never, ever uh, be forgotten. And I would be remiss in not being able to demonstrate that in my daily life. So, you know, this time is rough for me, Mother's Day and her birthday is coming up, but I'm also able to think in terms of celebration. I celebrate those around me uh, mm-hmm. who, who, who who still have it and also uh, to encourage those who have a mother, uh, especially, the, the, you know, some of my male friends and such, if you still have your mom, celebrate with her, get her what she need, do whatever you have mm-hmm. to do because a lot of my brothers have to go to cemeteries, and unfortunately I can't, but I can, you know, we still have her spirit with us and so forth. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you have to do that, you really don't know how uh, how much of a blessing it is to still have a mother there that's um the impact is heavy. It's really heavy. Um, Let me ask you a question, Evan. Now, looking back, hindsight, are there any things that you would do differently to show your mother appreciation? You know, I don't know if you've always had a close relationship with your mother, but if you had the opportunity to do anything different, what would it do? What would, I'm sorry, what would it be? What would you do differently? Well, if I had to do something different just before she passed, um, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to, you know, we had, we had severed, you know, uh, I hadn't spoken to her for a little while. And mm-hmm. it was a godsend always that we were able to communicate about three days before she passed. And I hadn't, I hadn't had a chance to show or even tell her 
that up until that point, the last time that we talked, that I loved her. And without that opportunity, I don't know where I'd be right now. And it was so getting over that, getting over that hump that last, Mm -hmm. because I hadn't talked to her in about three or four months. Um, And when she died like that, you know, I knew then in my heart the, the, the finality of it all was that I had the opportunity to say, I love you, Ma. She said, son, I love you. Wow. Never forget that. Never. And so, uh, uh, you know, for those people, I don't care. I really don't care what's going on. You know, I, mm-hmm. I've been listening, and I know that everybody has their difficulties and so forth and so on. But if you don't say anything else, you know, you don't have to agree or get along with this, that, and the other. But whatever the situation is, that's not my issue. But just mm-hmm. make them understand that I love you. Regardless of the decisions we make, whether we do whatever, I love you. I'm here for you, and that's that. You know. I think that's powerful. That that, that's a powerful testimony, and I hope our listeners can take something from that because we do take tomorrow for for granted, and it's it's not a promise. Not a promise. And let me ask you this, Nevin. What has been? You mentioned that she's had. impacts on you, what has been the greatest impact your mom has had on you? And if you had to leave the listeners with something, what, what would you what would you leave them with? I would, you know, I always refer to um, a quote, uh, I believe it's by H.G. Wells, it's been some time, but uh, the measure, the true measure of a man is what he leaves behind to grow. And legacy is important. And being able to if you don't do anything else, something that my mother always told me was that if you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially in my relationships with women. Wow. Say that again, Nevin. Oh, you say, Nevin, please say if that you, again. If you cannot help a person, wow. don't hurt them, especially with women. Don't waste your time being abusive, being manipulative. It's not good. It's not healthy. So if you cannot help a person, and this is what I take to this day, I carry with me on the job. I'm looking for opportunities to help people, to empower people, to educate just in little things. And that's what I'm so happy about, that I'm able to give people a seed, whether they use it, whether it's evident now or later, plant something that I can help people with, whether it be spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically with monetary or whatever it may be, but if you cannot help a person, don't hurt them. Just leave them alone. I'm smiling so happily and proud right now. I'm so thankful for your mother to instill that in a man. That's a beautiful thing. I'm so glad that that you shared that with us because it it will affect my relationship with my son from this day. My pleasure. You just taught me something, so I'm thankful, and I thank you. I thank your mother. You're welcome. Thank you You're so welcome. much. Certainly, certainly. Any light of hers that I can share and shine on anybody else's situation and relationships, please feel free. Feel free. Feel free. Because if I had it right now, please. Wow, you know. Okay. But well, I think in in. Having this conversation, and hopefully our listeners have been able to engage in what it is that we wanted to share with them. I guess we can basically sum it up to say that uh, a mother's love is a driving force 
behind her child's success or failure. So at all times, it's very important to stay mindful of what it is that we instill in our children because what it is that we want to give them, what we think we're giving them, is not always what they receive. So it's very, very important to make sure that we give them what they need. Just just try. Amen. I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers, all of our listeners who um, no longer have their mothers with them, share those memories with your families. Don't let her die just because she's no longer here. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Soy. We want to thank all of our listeners for listening with us. We invite you to visit our Facebook page if you have additional comments, although the segment ends at 1030. The conversation does not have to. If you like to um, have Give us comments. We welcome those. Give us feedback. We welcome those. Any other suggestions for topics, please visit our Facebook at Coffee Talk with Soy and Mimi Latte. And again, we want to say Happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers, mothers slash fathers, and we wish you all a blessed week. Thank you for listening. We want to thank thank you, Lavin, too, for joining us. And have a great weekend, everyone. Okay. Bye bye. Talk to you later.